ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It is October the 9th. Uh, we're on uh, the ninth episode of this whole situation that I've been doing. Uh, this movie marathon, the name keeps changing. Uh, I, I like the movie Monster Mash, but I think I can come up with something better. So for now, it, it's a movie marathon, Halloween horror movie marathon. I'll come up with something way better than that. But I am very excited today because my new mic came in. So I figured out that recording off my laptop that the input where we were talking wasn't going through the mic that I had. Um, the connections on it were stupid. It was actually going through the laptop. So that's why it probably sounded uh, pretty fuzzy and far away and not that... uh not that loud, really. On the replay, I just assumed it was just an older mic that it was just like that. But uh, I got me a really nice mic, uh, Blue Yeti. Uh, I've been testing it out. It's beautiful, and I'm very excited. Um, it, it From the testing, it just seems like it it's doing way better. So um, little by little, picking up pieces, doing stuff to you know change up. And uh, it's going to get better. So uh, so I actually did something different today for my movie. Uh, I picked a movie that I actually haven't seen. I read the short story a long time ago. Uh, it's It was, well, I watched the, meet, the Midnight Meat Train. Uh, pause for uh, nasty jokes that popped into your head. Okay. So I know someone made a joke and giggled to themselves, so I let's, let's just let that gap there for you. But um, Midnight Meat Train, uh, it was uh, written by Clive Barker back in 84, I believe. Uh, it was part of a just collection of stories, uh, Books of Blood. And I've read a couple of them. Um, you know, I looked up which ones were the, actually the the popular ones out of them. There's some real crazy ones. Clive Barker, he's, he's, uh, he's like... Him and Stephen King, they'd probably be best friends, honestly. Uh, but Clive Barker likes to do a little bit more of the um, the old-timey... Uh, I forgot what that, the character is. like Eldritch type of like gods and horrors, kind of Cthulhu situations. There's always some crazy like menace, some otherworldly thing that's in charge. And if you look at it, you go instantly crazy and... It, and people work for it. it. It's that's its type of horror. And Stephen King, he has stories that kind of have that situation. Like it's a whole, you know, yin yin and yang situation with uh, well Pennywise and then the turtle. And that's a whole situation if you ever read that book. But um, no, these stories they're pretty good. Uh, that's where uh, the story Candyman came from. Uh, it was actually a short story by Clive Barker and uh, Lord of Illusions. Uh, who was it? Scott Bakula was in the movie, I want to say, from uh, Quantum Leap. Uh, it's really not that good. Lord of Illusions was not good at all. But I remember watching that way too young. But uh, Candyman is an amazing movie, and I have to make sure I don't say it five times in a row. But um, uh, that movie will be watched soon. It's damn good. <laughs> but um, no, this movie was amazing. I... I've read the story, so, you know, I kind of knew the skeleton of it, but it's a short story, so uh, the movie fleshes out a lot of 
like the main character, like Leon, is Bradley Cooper. They got a lot of famous people to be in this movie. Uh, Bradley Cooper is Leon. He's the in this he's a photographer, um, just looking for the grittier side of New York. Uh, in the short story, he was like a oh man, he was like a some type of officer, not a cop, but he was like a uh, maybe like a caseworker or something. He had a he had an odd job, and um, and he finds this serial killer, uh, like the subway butcher that they call him. And um, he falls asleep on a subway, and then he wakes up, and he is in the whole situation with the butcher. But um, in the movie, they got Vinnie Jones to play uh, the butcher, uh, and I love Vinnie Jones. He's great. Uh, if, you, if you've never seen the movie Snatch, pause for nasty joke. Yes, but the movie Snatch is amazing. Um, Vinnie Jones, he's awesome in it. Uh cool voice. I want to say he played rugby uh, before he started doing acting and uh, he's, he looks like a tough guy and he probably is a tough guy and that works out for his character. But uh, this movie, uh, yeah, photographer, um, he saves a girl from some type of sexual assault, saves her and she gets on a train late at night and he takes a picture of her because he's doing this whole studio thing. And uh, the next day, she's in a newspaper saying that she's missing. And so he goes to investigate uh, the, that subway that she got on. And he sees that Vinnie Jones was on, on it. And so there's a whole cat and mouse situation of him trying to figure out what's happening and if he's the killer. But little by little, when he starts to investigate the whole situation, I, the movie makes it seem like he's kind of going crazy and he needs to solve this, it, it's really odd, but he kind of loses it really quick in the movie. <laughs> the movie's like maybe hour, hour and a half long. It, it's not a it's not a pretty extended movie. And it, it came out in 2008, uh, but it was pretty short compared to a lot of horror movies now. But uh, Bradley Cooper, he loses it pretty quick in this movie. Um, but it's graphic. It's pretty graphic. Like, uh, so every night, uh, Vinnie Jones's character, well, the butcher, but his name is Mahogany that you learn later. But Mahogany, he sits on a, a subway, a specific subway, and he waits till it's crazy late at night, and he cleans up all the people that are going to like the last stop, and he takes them out, and it, <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. He has this giant hammer. And he just straight mushes their faces in. And um, he's super strong. It's absurd. But um, so Bradley Cooper follows him. And he actually is on one of the other subway cars one night. And he actually witnesses him murdering all these people. And so what he does, he takes all their clothes, strips them down. He shaves all the hair off their bodies. And he takes all the... The hard parts off of them, honestly. He, he takes all their nails away and he takes their teeth out and pops their eyes out. And he he puts them up on hooks, meat hooks, in the subway. And so while he's taking pictures of this, um, Mahogany actually catches him looking at him. And uh, he jumps him and knocks him out. And so, um, Leon? Yeah. Uh, 
Leon wakes up the next day and he's got this crazy new like carving on his chest and he's extra super crazy at this point and losing it and his girlfriend's trying to wondering why he's losing it and he's <laughs> he says he's got this evidence and he's got to get you know he's got to find his camera cuz his camera wasn't on him when he woke up but um I'm going to save the the ending part for later, but uh, uh, I'll just talk a little bit more about the characters. Uh, Bradley Cooper, he's um, he did pretty good in this. He's not an idiot like usual um, in protagonists in horror movies. Um, it's just odd. He he just goes crazy so fast in the movie. Uh, it, it, it's really odd. Uh, his girlfriend, um, she's a pretty good main stage he sticks by him because he's he's a kook like 40 minutes in I, I i would have left he's a little too much for me but he's trying to solve this this whole mystery it, it's it's it seems like it's just in the back of his mind and it's just bothering him every night and he needs to figure out what's happening um like a journalist would uh you just can't let it go but uh Villain-wise, Mahogany, uh, he's, he's amazing. Doesn't talk, uh, doesn't really show emotion, and he has a sweet-ass suit on, and every night, he hops on the train, and he just waits. He, he's, I enjoy my villains that don't really talk. If they're quiet, it it makes you have to wonder what they're really thinking about, like what their motivations are. And I love a good mystery like this because t- at the beginning of the movie, you just think he's like a serial killer. But the more you see of his murders, it, he's setting it up for something, and you just don't know what the the situation is t- until the end. It's not a crazy twist, but uh, it, it's pretty wild at the end. But uh, no, I love I love villains like Mahogany that you just you don't know what they're doing and. Like I said, I love a movie that makes you question everything and want to know the ending right then. Uh, I know a lot of horror movies now, um, they're real good about just kind of giving you what 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 their motivation is real quick, you know? Oh, it's a vengeful ghost, and this person fell off a, a cliff and they're back a year later. But there's some good ones that come out, some original stories that, I don't know, just... That tension, that tension is the best part. So, um, if you haven't seen this movie, The Midnight Meat Train, uh, pretty good. It's on Hulu. I don't know if it's on Netflix, but, uh, I'd give it a shot. It's damn good. Uh, I, I enjoyed myself watching this. Um, it's, I will say one thing. It's weird. It seems like it was made to be, like, a 3D movie. You know that, like... There was a chunk of time where they made all these movies and they had, like, gimmicks of having 3D in it. Um, I know one of the Saws, I want to say it was a third Saw movie, Saw, I think it was 3D, the name of it. But, uh, in this movie there are tons of scenes where he'll, like, he hits this guy in the back of the head and his head explodes. And then you see, like, the eyes fly at the screen and, and it's that shitty, like, that shitty CG that you can only, you only get from, like, that 3D angle. Um, it looks great, but those scenes, it just kind of bothers me. Um, yeah, I'm glad that 3D hype kind of 
it kind of went away. But uh, it, it's kind of blatant in this movie. There's a ton of scenes where it was just a bit unneeded. But if it was made for 3D, I didn't watch this when it came out. Obviously, I watched it today. But uh, I didn't even really hear about it, which ties into the box office and actually how much money it made. Um, this movie, it came out in 2008. The executives in Lionsgate, uh, he actually hated the movie. Uh, and so he had it um, distributed to like dollar cinemas, like really cheap tickets and not even that many uh, cinemas. And so it was super stunted uh, in its premiere. Uh, the budget was actually 15 million bucks. And it makes sense. This movie looks great. But box office at the end, it was actually three million. It it's sad. It's sad. Uh, it didn't make anything really. But um, Clive Barker he talked about it and he said that it's a shame that this movie didn't get, you know, the recognition that it needed because it, it's damn good. And I I understand him and I'm actually pretty sad about it. But because uh, I didn't really hear about this movie when it came out and this is right up my alley. I would have watched it. But I remember seeing, um things about the movie and then I read the short story but uh yeah it, it's a shame because this is a great movie so uh if you haven't seen the movie and you're interested by what I've said um I'll put up a time link uh in the uh the post I usually do on Facebook and you can hop back in and I can talk about other stuff but at this point I'm gonna spoil the ending for people that don't really give a shit and you know they just want to hear how it ends so, right about now, you should probably leave. And so, so uh, how it ends, uh, Leon, he's still, he's going crazier and crazier. And his girlfriend actually gets captured by the murderer. And she's on the train. And so, he hops on with some weapons and he's going to take them out. And so, they fight. And it's a pretty good fight. Um, and he... He kicks him off the train as it's speeding down. And so he's, you know, quotation mark dead like all the other horror movie villains die. And so the train stops. The conductor, which earlier in the movie seems to be in cahoots with Mahogany. Um, he he comes to that cab they're in and he tells him, please stay away from the meat. Because there's all these bodies hung up. And so he leaves. And Bradley Cooper and his girlfriend... Uh, Maya, um, they back up into another cabin and they look in and these freaky weird monsters, they kind of look like if you've ever seen Pumpkinhead, um, that monster, but like their heads aren't as big as Pumpkinhead's head, but, um, so they get on the train and they start eating the bodies. So they hop off, uh, trying to find a way out. And so you find out uh, Mahogany, he's not dead. And he hops up and they have another fight. And they're fighting in all these bones and like dead bodies, like a pile of them. And he grabs a, I want to say a femur. And he stabs him up. He stabs Mahogany up and he actually stabs him in the, the neck. And so Mahogany, in the whole movie, he says one word and he says, welcome. And he stabs him in the head. Leon stabs Mahogany in the top of the head and kills him. And so, at this point, the conductor pops back up, 
And uh, he says that Mahogany wasn't strong enough to finish this job. Uh, and he just, you know, he got bested. And so the conductor explains to Leon that his job is a special job that um, he supplies these creatures that are under New York in, the, in these catacombs with meat so they don't come out during the daytime and attack people on the subway. So you find out Vinny Jones was actually doing a good thing. He was keeping all these monsters at bay every night. So he murders people to keep everybody safe. <laughs> and uh, I, I thought that was pretty awesome. Like, he's, I mean, he is a bad guy. He's murdering people, but he's keeping everyone safe. It's that, you know, that whole situation of a uh, utopia. Uh, I remember in college, there was a big uh, debate that I had in, in my English classes about utopias and societies. And is it still a perfect place if someone has to do the unthinkable to keep it like that? And there was a big argument about it. And this is a prime example of it. You know, he's doing terrible things, but he's saving everybody. So at this point, uh, Leon's upset and rushes the conductor. Conductor grabs Leon by the neck, lifts him up with the same superhuman strength that Mahogany had. And he pulls his tongue out. Leon is now tongueless and upset, spitting up blood. And he goes over to uh, Leon's girlfriend, and she's knocked out. And he cuts her chest open and pulls her heart out. And so she's dead, and he's just just a sad, sad man, just spitting up blood. And the conductor tells him, because he killed Mahogany, he now has the job of keeping these monsters at bay. He has to do it. And so you see at the um, the end of the movie, um, the cops are in on it too. And this one police chief hands seemingly mahogany uh, the subway um, schedule and he goes to work. And then you find out the beginning of the movie, they showed um, the killer from behind, but he had, you know, same haircut, same build. But you find out that the beginning of the movie is actually Leon on his first night of the job. And so the end of the movie ends with Leon murdering people on the train to keep everybody safe. And so uh, it's a pretty crazy story. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the short story in the Books of Blood, it's the same way. Um, but it all happens in one night, I believe. Uh, he he kills Mahogany, and conductor's like, you gotta do this job, man. Somebody's gotta do it. And, uh, it's you, you asshole, for killing him. But, uh, yeah, this, this is an amazing movie. Um, I couldn't really find a lot of fun facts about it, because, sadly, um, there wasn't that much, like, crazy hype about it. But, um, it, it's a shame. It's a shame that people didn't really get in on this, because, man, it's, it's fucking great. But, um, but yeah, uh, like I said, if you haven't seen this, give it a shot, because it's great. But, um, let me see. Oh, my seven-word synopsis. So, for this one, um, uh, man, uh, crazy dude lumps, crazy dude lumps up 
people on train. Crazy dude lumps up people on train. I can do a little bit better. Um, and uh, nosy white dude finds out crazy shit. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> but uh, but yes, it, it it's great. I keep having to say that because it's fucking good. But um, if we had to put mahogany on a baseball field. Um, he's, um, so in the, in the couple of scenes, he, he coughs up blood, so they make it seem like he's, he's sick, and he has these lumps on him that he cuts off every day, um, so he's pretty worn out, but, uh, he's super strong, uh, I don't know how fast he is, because in this movie, uh, he kind of just walks everywhere, but, uh, I assume that he probably could, uh, be a pretty good batter, but, uh, I'd probably put him, shit, what, second base, or, he'd probably be a pretty good pitcher, honestly, um, I'll bring it up to Katie later, but, uh, actually, probably put him on third, oh, no, we got Michael, Michael's on third base, I think he's actually stronger than Michael Myers, I don't know if he could actually take out Mike, We'll come back to that one for baseball, but football, this is a running back if I've ever seen one. Vinny Jones is a big-ass dude, played rugby. I assume this character, uh, he could do some work. This motherfucker is a running back, and he's going to just mow through everybody <laughs> on the field. But, um, yeah, um, this was great. Uh, this movie is amazing. This new mic is amazing. Uh, my life is dope, and I do dope shit. So, uh, thank you for listening. Like I said, um, soon enough, I got um, some friends coming in. My buddy Terrell. Um, there's gonna be a there's gonna be a special episode coming up soon. Um, there's a series of movies called VHS, and they're kind of found footage ish, X Filesy, um, kind of random stories. But there's three of them. And I don't really want to just watch one because in every VHS, there's a story that I think is amazing and needs to be talked about. So I think what we'll do is watch all three and then just have a big ass episode, a, a giant size, <laughs> like old comic books, like the real cool the issues would be giant size um, episode about VHS. And then there's another series called the ABCs of Death. And um, what they did, they got 26 directors to make a short scary story or just weird story uh with the letters of the alphabet so someone would pick the letter a and it'd be a is for whatever the key word of their story is uh they're amazing the movie is amazing it's a little bit long uh, i want to say it's like two hours and change for both of them i think because it's 26 short stories but uh i remember watching them with terrell and uh it was amazing uh, really good stories, really dumb stories. Uh, <laughs> I want to remember uh, M is for Mastication, uh, one of my favorites. It's probably two minutes long, but it's damn good. But uh, So ABC's The Death is going to come up soon, and VHS, the series, is going to come up. Um, but yeah, I'm very pumped. There's some stories um, that I want to watch, uh, some movies. Uh, there are a few I haven't seen, and I'm saving them. Uh, cause I know Katie wants to see him and they were on the list 
Um, I know uh, I've only seen parts of Get Out, and I haven't seen Us all the way through. Um, and uh, there was another one. Oh, uh, Midsummer. I know someone recommended that one, and uh, Hereditary was good. And so I'll I know, but Katie hadn't seen it, so I know she'll dig it. Um, so there's movies coming out of the wazoo. Uh, Hatchet is another good one. I'm babbling like I always do at the end of these. But uh, there's some good ones coming up. So just stick with it. Um, like always, I'll see you guys in less than 24 hours. And um, thank you for listening. Um, I'm really enjoying this. And it's a lot easier. Every day it gets easier and easier. And um, watch a scary movie. Get scared. It's fun. It makes you stronger. You know, just get your weight up. But um, yeah, you guys uh, have a good day. Have a good night. Love you. Okay, bye.